What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Tarp Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cassius. I'm rocking solo today, but that's all right. I got some good UFC fight night advice. Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland main event in it. I'm excited as hell for this one. It's the last card in a really long time, so I will be slowing down on these podcasts for UFC, but I will be putting out uh, NFL ones every single week following so keep in touch if you're an nfl fan but let's get into this card man a lot of bangers we're gonna go top to bottom starting with this crazy main event jared cannonier fair sean strickland all right um let's break it down now just look at the odds it's pretty much a pick em. sean strickland on some books is a little bit of a favorite i know on DraftKings he's minus 115 FanDuel 120, and that surprised me, all right? Um, I'm a Sean Strickland fan. I think he's very good for for MMA. I think he draws a lot. He's always in the headlines, good or bad, but but being in the headlines is a good thing. And someone like Jared Cannonier, he his record isn't the best, 15-6, and six, but he's versus nothing but killers. Uh, his last, what is it, 10 fights? Uh, this dude's fallen every, almost every weight class, too, from 185 all the way to heavyweight. So yeah, but uh, my initial reaction is I thought Sean Strickland would be the underdog. I know it's uh he's not far from an underdog because it's basically a pick'em, but it, to see him to see this fight as a pick'em surprises me. Uh, my so I'm gonna just say this my my brain is saying Jared Cannonier, but my heart saying Sean Strickland. So I'm not gonna make this main event an official pick. Um. I'm just going to stay away and hope Sean Strickland wins. And if we're up on the night, if I'm if I'm doing good and I'm up on the night, I might toss half a unit on Sean Strickland just because it's a heart pick and heart picks usually lose, but that's all right. Um, so yeah, I think Jared Cannonier should win this fight. I think he's the better grappler. Although Sean Strickland, every every person that talks about Sean Strickland says he has underrated jujitsu, which we never see because he just stands and bangs. I think standing and banging with Jarek Cannonier is very dumb, but that's all right because uh, I think Jarek Cannonier is probably the better grappler. Uh, speaking of wrestling, I think Jarek Cannonier is the better wrestler. I think he's stronger. Um, he he probably has better clinch work, but I I mean, if they're just sitting in there jabbing, I mean, Sean Strickland's very hard to find. If they're just sitting in there uh, doing a traditional boxing, Sean Strickland does get the edge because he's so hard to find. Uh, he protects himself very well. So yeah, I my heart says Sean Strickland, but my head says Jared Cannonier. Next up, co-main event. Armin Sarukian versus Demir Ismagulov. Now I'm, I'm just going to get this out the way right now. This card is trying to kill me with, with some of these names on here, man. It's uh, I'm going to struggle with some names, but I, I, I think I got these ones good. But anyway, uh, Amir uh, Sarukian uh, Armin, I'm sorry, I said Amir. Armin Sarukian, Demir is Magulov. Sarukian is coming in as the favorite, uh, w- around 180-ish, depending on the book. And I don't really see why. I mean, is Magulov? He only has one loss, and I know Sarukian has fought the better, the pe- arguably fought the better, the people. I mean, is Magulov? He he fought uh, Rafael Alves. He's not terrible, you know. He's a very solid opponent. Uh, he he beat Thiago Moises. Joel Alvarez, so I mean, he he's fought people. I think Sarukian has just he he lost to Gamrot in the main event, but uh, I think anytime this is no, this is a this is this is this might be dumb, but it's it's a saying I have. Anytime you see a Kazakhstanian fighter that ends in OV, 
as the underdog, you have to take it. So that's that. It, uh, Magulov, you have to take him. All right, just just based off that. Next fight, Amir Albazi versus Alessandro Costa. I think I got those names down pretty good. I mean, Al Albaz Albazi, he should easily win this fight. Uh, I mean, Alessandro Costa, he was on the consent on the contender series, only won by split decision. And then he fought someone who was 0-1, knocked him out. I mean, this dude's just unproven. Casa's just unproven. Uh, Amir Albazi, he should easily win this fight. He, I don't think, he has two UFC wins. I can't remember him fighting for some reason. But, uh, I can't, I just can't remember. But he has a win versus Francisco Figueredo. And, uh, and he, he beat a Kazakhstanian fighter in Zagalas Sumagolov. So he has UFC experience. His finish rate is insane. He has he, he, he finished 13 out of 15 wins. Yeah, I mean, it's kind con- you're obviously not going to he's minus 440, so you're not going to lay that obviously. But uh if you like I think you could take him to finish the fight. Those odds aren't out yet, but I I do like that. Uh I would just stay away from Costa. He's unproven. Next up, this fight I actually really like this fight right here. This is going to be a Banger, and there's a fight that's coming up that I really love that I think is going to be fight of the night. But this fight right here, I really like this fight also. Alex Casares versus Julian Arosa. Now, this is these two are two fighters that that you kind of look at as a better and say, okay, they both can strike, they both can grapple, and they both have cardio. So any, I usually bet on these guys when they're fighting, and now they're fighting each other. I, I kind of want to lean a Rosa because Casares, uh, he does have grappling to him, but he also gets caught in a lot of dumb submissions. Not He hasn't recently, but uh, I remember when he fought Karan Gracie. That was, uh, that was a few years ago. He got caught in a submission. Uh, Jason Knight caught him in a submission as well. Uriah Faber. I mean, this dude's been in the UFC forever. He has a shit ton of experience at 34 years old. And Julian Arosa, he's 33, not as much UFC experience. I mean, he's been in the UFC a, a decent amount of time. His first, he's been this, he had two skids in the UFC. Um, he the first skid didn't work out as well as he'd like, but since coming back, wins over Sean Woodson, Nate Lanyard, uh, Charles Jordan, Steve P- uh, Peterson, Hakeem Daube. He just beat him. That was a good win. I kind of lean Julian Arosa just because I think. His grapple, I think they're kind of equal on the feet. I think Julian Arosa throws more unorthodox, which might throw Casares off. But I think he's just going to win in the grappling department, and I think him to win by submission is worth a sprinkle. But overall, I I think I just played a one seventy five on him. I, I I'm listen. I hate this because one seventy five is a lot, and he can easily lose this fight. But you can't really take him to win a certain way. He can he can knock you out, he can submit you, or he can beat your ass for 15 minutes and win by decision. So if you kind of have to just be safe with him and take the money line. He doesn't really have a certain path of victory, although Casares does have seven career losses by submission. So I I think submission for Arosa is worth a sprinkle. Again, the prop odds are not out yet. All official plays, if I didn't say this already, all official plays will be on Tarp Sports after weigh-ins, either Friday night or Saturday morning, worst-case scenario. Be yeah, I Lena Rosa in this one, sprinkle the submission when the odds are out if it's worth it, and I think a Rosa money line's a great play. All right, 
Next up, the, I, 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 can, I wanted this fight to happen for such a long time. Drew Dober's been saying he wants this fight. Drew Dober versus Bobby Green. Now, the only bad part about this fight is that I'm a fan of both of these guys. I bet on every I bet on these guys every single time they fight. Bobby Green, so hard to find. Hands down, amazing shoulder rolls, so hard to hit. Versus the complete opposite in Drew Dober, who's consistently in your face, willing to get hit to give a hit. It's just a great I love these two styles versus each other. Bobby Green rather uh he he's not I'm not saying he sits back, but he lets his, he, he just likes to pick apart his opponent, as Drew, Do, Drew Dober doesn't like to pick you apart. He likes to get in your face and knock you the fuck out fast as possible. Back-to-back -back knockout wins for Drew Dober. Uh, Bobby Green, his last fight was uh, short notice versus Islam Makachev, so we're not going to hold that against him. But then he had two really good wins. Uh, Raging Al, he KO'd him, uh, technically a TKO, and then... Uh, Hazarat, he won, he picked him apart bad, man. He... It, uh, this fight, this might be, uh, man, if this fight goes as planned, this might be fight of the damn year. I th I'm so excited for this fight. But uh, I, I, the thing about this, me as a fan, I don't want to take anything in this fight. I don't want to take Drew Dober and I don't want to take Bobby Green because of how much I'm a fan of these guys. I don't want to see them lose. I want this to be such a good fight that it's one of those fights where both their stocks go up, man. Uh, but if I had to take anything... I think I'm going to take the over two and a half. Uh, Bobby Green, he doesn't get finished, man. Uh, he has over 40 career fights, and he's only been finished five times. And one of them is Islam Makachev, so we're not going to hold that against him. Drew Dober, he brings it, man. He, he, he looks to knock you out. He has 15 career finishes out of... Uh, what is it 30 36 fights 36 fights 15 of them he finished uh five of them he got finished but i just don't see drew dober going down i can't see him putting down bobby green i like the over two and a half hope for violence and hope for my guys to have fight of the night i'm, I'm a huge fan of both of these guys uh over two and a half all the way next fight cody brundage versus michael O. and if you know who i'm talking about I'm not pronouncing that last name. Go look, Cody Brundage, Michael L. This fight, this should be another. This should, is another super low key banger, man. Michael L. Twelve career KOs, seventeen and five. Cody Brundage, eight and two. He's a striker also. With uh, he has more grappling than Michael L. At least he's shown more grappling than Michael L. But uh, eight career wins, four by knockout, and his last win versus Trayshawn Gore, he knocked him out. This is going to be a really good one, Cody Brundage. Though I think he, I like Cody Brundage because he's more of a wrestler than he is. He can stand and bang, don't get me wrong, but he's way more of a wrestler than Michael O. So give me Cody Brundage with the plus money because of the wrestling mostly. Uh, next fight, Cheyenne uh, Vilmos. Vil uh, I liked her last name better when it was Bys, but uh, it was way easier to pronounce. Uh, Versus Corey McKenna. Now, Corey McKenna, I'm not too sure how much this statement holds up, but. Uh, her last fight, they said she was, I think, the youngest female. She might be one of the youngest fighters on the roster. And I think I like her in this one. Cheyenne, she's way more of a striker than she is a grappler. McKenna averaging two takedowns a, a, a fight in the UFC. Takedown, uh, takedown accuracy at above 50%, 53%. I think she can easily control Cheyenne in this fight on the ground. And I think she gets it done with the wrestling. 
at plus uh, 160. Shout out MMA punch list, women's underdog, women's science. You gotta love it. All right, not gonna spend too much time on that fight. This fight, Jake Matthews versus Jake Matthews versus Matthew Semmelsberg. All right, the, the Matthew Matthew squared in this one. But uh, yeah, I think Jake Matthews just outclasses Semmelsberg in almost everywhere in that once that octagon octagon door shuts close i think jake matthews he's better on the feet he's a way better gra I'll, I'll say that right now he's a way better grappler way better on the feet uh, and i think he probably has the better cardio i'm not too sure how that statement holds up but i think if you're building a parlay jake matthews should be the first uh fighter you put into that parlay semelsberg he's a really good fighter nothing against him but I think Jake Matthews is just a lot better than him. I think Jake Matthews is going to outclass him very well. If you His last fight, Jake Matthews versus Andre Fialo, he was my max play, and he killed him. So I think Jake Matthews, he's a stud. Super young for how long he's been in UFC. Give me that money line in a parlay. I think Jake Matthews is the best parlay piece on this card. Next up, Julian Marquez versus Deron Wynn. Deron Wynn's last fight was so ugly. He uh, and uh, I don't like to be disrespectful, so I'm not going to say too much. But he kind of looks like a Walmart version of DC. Uh, but he'd kill me. He could kill me if he got his hands on me. He could physically kill me. But looks like a Walmart version of DC. Trains at AK, AKA and. I don't think Duran, uh, Duran, excuse me, Duran Wynn is bettable. I mean, it, since joining the UFC, he's two, he's two and three with wins over Antonio Arroyo. I don't, I don't even know who that is. And if you know who he is, I give you props. And then his other win is Eric Spicely. I don't know who that is either. So. Duran, Duran win. He's just not bettable for me. Give me Julian Marquez minus one sixty five. I don't know about a finish because Duran win was getting pieced up. He showed a lot of heart and a and he showed he had the crazy chin, but he's just on my non bet list. Julian Marquez by default. Next up, Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Sayokob Makaramanov. How did I do? Rate it one to ten. All right. Uh, anytime this fight's basically a pick'em. Saeed coming in at minus one fifteen. Uh, the other dude coming in at minus one oh five. Anytime you can get a Nurmagomedov at equal money, you take it. So Saeed Nurmagomedov by default. Uh, next up, Rafa Garcia versus Mashiat. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I am terrible at pronouncing names. I like when Justin's here because he actually takes the time to look up names. But Mashiach, Mashi, he's only a tw he's only a 23 year old. He's from China, and but I really like Rafa Garcia. Anytime you can have a boxer that has a jujitsu game, you I'm all over him. I mean, he hasn't had the best stint in the UFC so far, but really tough opponents he has had. Uh, yeah, he's two and three in the UFC, but his the, his opponent level. Uh, he versus Jakar Close, uh, has, uh, ha ha excuse me, Nazareth, and he versus Chris Gudemarcher. I always confuse him. I think he's like a off-brand Clay Guida. No disrespect, but uh, Rafa Gar Garcia. Anytime, like I said, you get a boxer that has jujitsu and and a little bit of a grappling game. I think he's a must bet. I think that. He that's just too, a deadly combination. I like him. Next up, Brian Battle versus Renat Renat Fakrinindov. Brian Battle, 
<laughs> That's I know I'm confident in saying that one, man. They're trying to kill me here. I'm trying not to give you guys a, a ear beating, but I'm trying to speed this up. I feel like I spent already too much time. I don't like to talk this much when it's just me. I, I like to get it out quick. I don't want to give you guys an ear beating, but Brian Battle. I'll say this real fast about Brian Battle. I always pick against him. Besides, his last fight, I did pick him to win. But that's because I'm done picking against him. If you watch the Ultimate Fighter, he versed Andre Petrosky. I picked Andre Petrosky. He, Brian Battle won. Uh, then he went on and fought Gilbert Ubrina. I picked Ubrina. Uh, Brian Battle won. They, then, then, Treshawn Gore. He fought him. I picked Treshawn Gore. Brian Battle won. Then he, then he fought Soto, and I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Done, done, done. Uh, betting against Brian Battle, and I'm and I'm sticking to that statement, man. Brian Battle, he's a winner. All right, nine and one, not that many fights, but he's a winner. I know he's I know he's first in a Russian. That's the last name ends in O V, but I don't care. Brian Battle for the win. Next up, another parlay piece I really like in this one. Manel Cape, he's versing David uh, Dvorak. Dvorak, I hope I pronounced that right. That one sounds right, David Dvorak. Uh, Manel Cape. Manel Cape has had a very tough, tough uh, UFC skid so far in that flyweight division. Man, uh, his first fight was Alexander Pantoja. That's a well. That is a wake up call. If you get signed to the UFC in the flyweight division and your first fight is Alexander Pantoja, who, in, in my opinion, is arguably a top. He's no doubt about a top five flyweight, in my opinion, and he, he could be arguably a top three. So. Alexander Pantoja is your first fight. He got the I enters out. I picked Pantoja just because he's a killer. But then he versed uh, Matthias Nicola, and he lost that fight by split decision. But I thought he won, and a win versus Matthias would do wonders for him. He Matthias is a killer in this division too. Then he KO'd Adi Osborne, and then he KO'd uh, Zumagalov, and I think he easily gets it done versus Duvarak. Duvarak, he's just yeah. He hasn't done too much in the UFC. He hasn't fought nearly the people. Like he's fought he he has uh what is it? He has four UFC career fights and Bruno Silva, not the not the Bruno Silva at 205. There's another Bruno Silva that's a flyweight. Uh Jordan Espinosa, he just hasn't the only common opponent is Matthias Nicolau and that one wasn't even close. Matthias killed him. It was a decision, but he gave him a good ass whooping for 15 minutes. I really like Manel Cape. Whatever, if you can get Manel Cape and Jake Matthews at in a parlay towards even odds, hammer it. Next fight, Sergey Morozov, a really good uh, flyweight. Also, uh, excuse me, he's a 135er actually. But uh, Sergey Morozov, he's had a tough schedule in the UFC. Also, his first fight was against Umar Nurmagomedov. Then he has a loss to Douglas Silva, but he also has two wins. One over uh, Raulian Paeva. That's a, actually a very good win. And then Journey Newsome. Journey Newsome is on my no-bet list for obvious reasons. He just hasn't shown me enough. So I do like Sergey Morozov, but I'm not willing to pay that, that 280. Morozov is minus 280. I'm not willing to pay that, and I'm not willing to put him in a parlay. I think my parlay pieces will be Manel Cape, uh, Manel Cape, and Jake Matthews. That should pr pretty much be even odds. If not, I I'll just add something very heavy, like Drew Dober and Bobby Green to start round two, or something stupid like that, just to get it to even odds. So yeah, 
But uh, that's that's. I think I'm just gonna have them two in a parlay. And then my fit. Listen, I don't make official picks until weigh-ins. All right. After what? Because the first battle. Ask if you if you have anybody that trains MMA. Ask them that actually fights. The first battle is that scale. So official picks will be on after weigh-ins either Friday night or Saturday morning. Worst case scenario. I'm done giving you guys an ear beating. Thank you for listening. Check Tarp Sports Instagram and Twitter for official plays. Let's go win some freaking Gitas. All right, I'm out.